All right. So welcome, welcome, welcome to another fantastic show of my orgasmic life. Mm. <laughs> so I want to, first of all, if you don't know who I am, I'm Guy Morissette. I'm a holistic sexual wellness specialist, a BDSM wellness specialist, a trauma recovery expert, and all the way around magical goddess of orgasmic pleasure. And, um, okay, so let's get into our topic. So I often, if you've, if you've spent any time with me, you'll often hear me say things like, don't ick my wow. And what that means is one person's arousal, something that turns one person on, may not turn somebody else on, but it doesn't make it wrong. And I often talk about this perspective all the time. <laughs> But then I got called out on it. <laughs> I about, about me aching somebody's wow um, without really thinking about it. So here's the story. All right. You ready? So last weekend, um, I was hanging out and, um, you know, and I'm hanging out with my lover and, and you know, with the coronavirus, I can't get my nails done. And I always have my nails done. Like my nails are always beautiful and they're always perfect, um, both my hands and my feet. And, you know, they're, they're always ready to be in that space of being worshipped. And for everybody who's like, well, ooh, feet are gross. Okay, so don't ache my wow. <laughs> There's plenty of people who are into feet, who love feet who are totally turned on by feet. So here we, here we go on the story. So my toes, my feet haven't been done in a while. And I've been doing a lot of my own maintenance and stuff like that. But my toenails were like a train wreck. <laughs> they were like long enough to climb trees. Um, you know, the, the paint on, you know, my nail polish was all chipped. Um, I had chipped nails cause you know, I kicked a couple things. And when I looked at my feet, I was like, oh my God, they're disgusting. They're, they need some love. They, they, they need some, they need some paint. They need some stuff. And in that moment, my lover says to me, he's like, but they're really hot. And he really likes when they're a mess. His arousal, his arousal response in the not perfect is part of his thing that turns him on. But I am turned on by perfection. <laughs> when I look at my feet, I'm like, oh, they're so sexy um, when they're perfect. And when they're not perfect, I'm like, oh, that's disgusting. Right? Don't look at them. Don't look at them. I'm hideous. And I wanted to take, so I wanted to share this with you because I talk a lot about, about our sexual, and I wanted to drop into like our sexual arousal response varies person to person and experience to experience. And, you know, even me who, you know, I mean, I'm the sex expert, so I'm pretty good about, you know, creating a safe, non-judgmental space. And that's my thing. That's my jam. That's what I do in the world, not just for my clients, but for the people that are around me. 
And it really occurred to me in that moment how we have incredibly different perspectives. And it's in our perspectives that makes something arousing or not arousing. And so, you know, and we could take, I mean, I mean, we could take that into anything, whether we're talking about sexual arousal or we're talking about happiness or we're talking about joy or we're talking about, you know, one thing might make one person angry or another person be like, ah, it's not a big deal. Like each one of us, we can drop into this whole concept of that everything is based on your perspective. I see ugly toes. <laughs> with no paint on them and they're chipped and somebody else is like wow that's so hot that's so sexy that's so taboo that's so wrong that's what arouses me and it, it really gave me a moment to pause and to just, just kind of think about how many things that we find not attractive does somebody else find attractive so I want you to just take that's what I just kind of want you to observe. And like over the next little couple of weeks, just kind of observe. Like when people are talking, um, when people are talking and you're in, you know, and they're talking, like we haven't been able to spend much time with each other because of the coronavirus, right? But um, before then, right? When we, people are talking and even TV or you can see it in television shows, like, you know, when people make sexual innuendos, some things that are made fun of that one person might think is like, you know, disgusting, somebody else in that room. And this is what I want you to think about is how we affect others and how we perpetuate shame. So when you start to ick a wow, so icking someone's sexual arousal response to something, you basically or you make fun of somebody's sexual experience or somebody's sexual desire, um, in general, you don't know in that room who might actually be very much turned on and aroused about that thing. That might be their thing. That might be the thing that gets them off. That might be the thing that turns them on. It might be a huge component of who they are as a sexual being. And so when we do, when we make statements like, oh, that's disgusting, or that's so wrong, ah, like when we make statements like that, if there's somebody else in that space or in that room that may have thoughts of that, may fantasize about that, may explore that, may have explored that, um, might find that arousing, in that moment, that person has anchored in that it's not okay which is what perpetuates our sexual shame. That what we feel, what we desire, what we want is bad, wrong, or dirty. And it's not, we don't just get those messages when we're kids. We get those messages when we're hanging out with our peers, when we're watching television, when we're, when we're listening to love songs, when we're, you know, we, we're getting that information all the time. So, as much as I'm really consciously aware of, you know, creating a safe, no judgmental space and, and, you know, not icking, trying not to ick anybody's wow, even I, in the, in my repulsion to my toes, basically told my lover that he was a weirdo without saying these words, 
I basically told him that he was something wrong with him because he desired to, he desired my toes the way that they were. I didn't do that with intent. And we had a great conversation about it. You know, he's like, whoa, you know, they're hot. What are you talking about? I was like, oh, that's right. So what I did was I changed my language. Instead of, so I could honor my truth and give permission to everybody else about around them that it's not right or wrong. It's just like, this is my experience, which gives permission to others to be who they are in their experience and their arousal. So what I did say is, for me, I use this word, I'm like, I was looking at my toes and for me, I don't find them attractive. And what that did is it changed the dynamic. It changed the energy. It changed the, the fact that I was basically saying anybody who thinks that my toes are sexy with them chipped and paint, you know, the chip, the paint chipped and they're, you know, could climb trees and all that stuff is a weirdo, which is what I originally insinuated when I was like, oh my God, my feet are so disgusting. Now look at them. Versus saying, wow, I'm not really finding, I'm not really finding my feet sexy right now. You can still honor your truth and I'll give space to honor everybody else's. So that's what I kind of want you to observe within yourself this week is how many judgment statements do you make in your perspective is ultimate? Like, because I believe this, this is true. And so, so everybody else believes it. And this is a hard one because actually the reality is, is that it's everywhere. We do that in all things, right? We have our, our perception and our perception is truth. So therefore everybody else's perception needs to be the same as ours or they're wrong. And this is a much deeper conversation, but this is a good way to think about from arousal. Okay. So we're, you know, let's bring it back into the horny. <laughs> let's bring it back into the arousal. And yes, it can blow your mind. And once you start practicing it there, you can start practicing it everywhere. But I really want you to think about, hmm, how often do I make I statements of that this is universal truth instead of just being like, this is for me how I believe. This is what I think. This is how I feel. Instead of this is, that is, so be it. <laughs> right? And it's also important to go around and be remind other people around you, not in a sort of obnoxious, judgy sort of way. <laughs> because no one likes obnoxious, judgy, judgy sort of moments with other people. But it's okay to say to somebody when you hear somebody talking about uh, an arousal or an activity or a sexual activity and, and say statements like, that's disgusting and what's wrong with people and stuff. It's okay for you to challenge them and say, hey, don't ick someone's wow. It may not be your thing, but it doesn't mean that it's not somebody else's thing. All right, so that was my teachable moment of icking somebody's wow, owning it, course correcting, and now sharing the data information with you. <laughs> Thank you everybody who was listening with me live for all the loves and the encouragement and the hearts. 
Um, I, I love you all. You're incredible for hanging out with me and supporting me and learning with me and growing with me. So if you want to explore more, you know, like you're like, oh, this was fascinating. Yeah, I totally, I totally want to come to self-acceptance in my, my wow. <laughs> I want to own my wow. Wow. Um, then the best way to do that, to spend more time with me, is to uh, go visit me at succulentliving.com. Uh, for all your BDSM needs, you can visit me at empressgaia.com. You can follow me on all the social media platforms under Gaia Morissette, as well as Empress Gaia. And don't forget to download my, my Orgasmic Life app for my podcast so that you always will have the latest episodes that you'll never miss me and you can take me everywhere you go. <laughs> Who doesn't need a little guy time? <laughs> and today's show, I want to give a shout out to my sponsors. Today's show was brought to you by Tickle.life for all of your sexual education and sexual wellness needs. What else do I want to share with you? Oh, and if you're looking for another podcast outside of my orgasmic life, you can come join and listen to my latest podcast. I'm a host for Tickle.Life's podcast. And it's a really cool show because we dive into talking with people about their real sex stories, you know, their first experiences sexually and in the relationships and in masturbation and kink and trauma and the whole thing. But we'd like really go deep, we really go deep. Some of them are experts. Some are, you know, you hear some really juicy stories from me. It's like, it's a really cool podcast that I feel very honored to be the host of. So go check that out, Tickle.life. Tickle.life podcasts, and it can be found on all of the you know, platforms. All right. And the last thing is, while you're sitting around and you got some free time, I highly recommend taking one of my courses, one of my online self-study courses. They are epic. I believe there are 13 of them <laughs> to choose from, from relationships to sexual skill building, to Tantra, to BDSM, to non-monogamy, like it's the whole thing. So go check that out. You can find that um, on succulentliving.com and work with us online courses. All right. That's it. That's all. Have a juicy day. Bye-bye.